T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, Charlie Long, sitting in with us, and we'll have Steve Geller at 540. Before we go to Big John in Mid-City, Bob, I want to read this text. It's about, a guy writes this, uh, Bob and Mike, y'all thought that uh, the easy schedule was a once-in-a-lifetime. Well, it's happening again next year. Tied with the Dirty Birds. NFL put it that, – that's – we talked about not only schedule, but look the quarterbacks you played this year. Compared to who you're yes. going to play in 2024, yeah, it's a yeah. totally different world. You didn't see no Pat Mahomes, no, or, that, that, or Justin uh, Herbert. Okay, that's no, why no, no. It, it does matter. Okay, let me see, Mike. Exactly, this texture is uh, 9273. No, we, uh, uh, Mike. I want to say again, if you're a Falcons fan, you're a Saints fan. You got to say shame on your organization if you don't make the postseason and you don't get the double-digit wins. Or at least nine, if not ten, eleven wins, because you have the easiest schedule. It, now it, it does matter, you know, who you play, when you play them, and all that. Look how Jordan Love developed uh, with Green Bay on the back end of the season. But the difference is, uh, Texter ninety two seventy three, is that the quarterbacks uh, we played this year is is going to be uh, was a lot easier than it will be next next season. Like uh, we played the astronaut, uh, that Vikings. There's no way we made him look like he's um uh, all pro. So that's what you have to avoid because you're looking next year, Mike. Okay, uh, the road schedule, the home schedule. Uh, like Deshaun Watson will probably be playing for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, we're gonna be playing Matthew Stafford. We're playing uh, Jalen Hurts. I'm just looking at the quarterbacks uh, in 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 the uh, see the Superdome. Who knows uh, about the Broncos? Yeah, on the road. Yeah, who knows the Broncos? On the road, we're playing Dak Prescott, Pat Mahomes, and then uh, Justin Herbert. So no, we playing now. I don't know if they're going to get hurt or if they're healthy. And we all know the NFC South. Always say this. Uh, that's not unrealistic to say you're going to go six and zero in the NFC South. If five and one's outstanding, I think even this year is acceptable. If you go four and two, you got to sweep one opponent 
and then you split with that on four and two, then that's acceptable to get the double digit wins. And on but, the road, who you play? Dak, you play a Justin Love, a Jordan uh, Love now with experience. Again? Uh, Mahomes, Mahomes, Herbert. Uh, Justin Herbert. Come on, you ain't played nobody like that this year. And then, and then you talk about divisional games, and then we're going to have the Giants on the road. But uh, look all the money they paid. Um, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. We'll now see he, what now, happens now he, there. Yeah, he's supposed to be the guy. But no, we're going to be playing a lot more quarterbacks with experience uh, uh, the upcoming season than this past season. And who knows what happens in Atlanta? Do they go out and get Justin Fields? Yeah, but, but what happens with their quarterback uh, situation? Yeah, that, whoever takes over there, he, he's not going to go with, with Desmond. Now, you, you know what's crazy? Happen. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, I don't think none of us were saying this. Uh, I I don't know of anybody. Somebody might text us or call us and say, oh, I knew Baker Mayfield was going to be the best quarterback in the <laughs> NFC South. No one was saying that. Oh, I didn't hear it on here. No, no, Mike, I didn't either. <laughs> I mean, you might. Uh, 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 or anywhere else. They had him fourth even behind Bryce uh, with Carolina. And, uh, you know, he was thinking like, oh, Desmond Ritter's going to take that next step and Derek Carr. But who, who ended up being the best of the best? Uh, Baker Mayfield, where he's at right now. We're going to go to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line. We're going to go to Big John in Mid-City. Big John, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Right. How are you all doing? All right, today? good. You know, Mark Schlereth, that's one of the best football analysts in the in the business, and I, and I really do enjoy Stink's insights. So y'all keep bringing them on and bringing them on. And I hope that he, you know, we talked about the negative of, of Philadelphia, but the positive of, of Detroit and Houston. Um, boy, I tell you what, what a, what a bunch of uh, exciting fan bases right now up there in Detroit and, and even in Houston, which, you know, um, good luck to them this 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 time around you know if it can't be us why not why not make it detroit okay um listen i'm currently locked down under quarantine after second positive test on covid and i feel like a truck that got run over by a truck that ran over me but the current news that the saints have taken half the steps necessary to right the ship has me feeling a little bit better but listen before we just go throw sneaky pete on the ash heap of past saints offensive coordinators as buddy would have said let me say this about that uh, I've been one of the loudest members of the Houdet Nation saying that Pete Carmichael needed to go. But for me, it was never personal. It was just business. I, from all accounts, he was a, he was a fine guy and, right. and um, you know, a, a good team player through and through. But, you know, let's not forget something uh, as we as we bid him at you. Uh, you know, he was part of the Super Bowl run in 2009. And he was part of the greatest show on turf 2.0 in 2011. And, right. You know, best offense in the NFL in 2012. Uh, you know, he may not have worked out as a play caller, but, uh, you know, he was a part of our success. And, and I, I hope that when time goes on and we can bring him back and, and give him a rightful place and maybe in the Saints Hall of Fame or something like that, um, I think it'll be well-deserved. Um, let me finish up with this and, and say this, okay? Um these moves and the moves that you guys think are going to be coming on the defensive side of the football for the Saints coaching staff, they're hopefully going to put us back on the road to the playoffs. But uh, let me say this. Uh, what you talk about, though, John, besides you said defensive side of the ball, you mean the offensive side, right? Offensive side. Yeah, okay. Me. All right, okay. And it, but, it, you know, it also puts Dennis Allen squarely on the hot seat, okay? This is it. Without a I doubt. Mean, there's, there's no uh, – uh, Okay, we're going to try and and you know keep keep consistency or or you know keep stability. The, the bottom line, uh, especially for the fan base, is 
is winning. And, you know, you're saying in Philadelphia, Nick Sirianni may not survive this. He brought his team to the Super Bowl last year. And now it's looking like maybe, just maybe, he'll be out in Philadelphia. Well, it happened to so, Doug Peterson. happened to Doug Peterson, but after two seasons. With the same owner. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, Lurie, yeah. He, he got about as much patience as Tepper. Now, he's not as crazy, but he got about as much patience. And I'm just telling you, these multi-billionaire dudes, uh, they don't want to hear nothing about patience. They well, want to well, win. Well, well, Big John and Mike, how many? Well, we got seven coaches. You know, I always tell you six, seven, eight coaches get fired every year, and it might not be over. I don't know what Dallas is going to do. I don't know, you what, know what Philly's going to do. do. So uh, yeah. you, you, you just look at now the one surprise. I was kind of surprised what happened in Seattle with Pete Carroll, not so much with Belichick with the Patriots, but it's not going to change. Everybody wants to win. Everybody can't win. Uh, it's impossible. So that's why every year. You're going to see uh, the next year, Big John, uh, at least six coaches of not seven or eight are going to be fired. And with a new breed of owner now in the NFL. Now, years ago, they might have given you a little bit of time. Bob, they ain't giving you nothing now. They ain't giving you anything. Anything. Uh, because they're making money, and they not only want to make money, uh, it's unbelievable that they, they want to be like considered the best of the best. It's just your ego and – and that whole owner fraternity, when you look at it. And then Big John, when you think about this, okay, when you think about how it could change, change and, and flip on things, this goes back to uh, 1990. Uh, Mike, when you look at it, that's kind of a new era. Do you know every year there's four teams that make the playoffs that didn't make it the previous year? Well, this year there were six. There were six teams this year that made the playoffs that didn't make the playoffs the previous year. So uh, I'd say, uh, why not the Saints next year? Because since 1990, now that's a big enough sample size, there's been at least four teams that were not in the postseason and they end up being in the postseason. Uh, it'll be after the, uh, the the 2024 season. Only thing I know is, Big John, if you had the Houston Texans on a punch card, man, either you were the biggest Texans fan in the world or you Nostradamus. Well, well, yeah, listen. Because <laughs> uh, that is a real big and, call. Uh, listen, uh, who that nation, uh, that, they, they look right down I-10. We got to go I-10 west to get to Houston. Why not cheer for the Texans if you're a Who That Nation member? You know why? And I hope the Texans win. That'd be a thorn in uh, Jerry Jones' side. Uh, but want to be world champs? How can you be world champs if you're the Cowgirls? You're not even the state champs. Uh, can you imagine right now that the Texans would be more relevant? Uh, that, that, that might uh, – uh, Jerry Jones might get a heart attack. Can you imagine – now, it's in theory. I don't think it will happen because I think the Ravens and 49ers are the best. But you never know. Uh, look, they're nine, nine-and-a-half-point underdog going to Baltimore. But what if the Texans – if you're writing like a movie or something, what if the Texans would be Super Bowl champs? Uh, champs. That would kill Jerry Jones. Saying like, we're not even the, the, the best team in the state of Texas. How are we going to be world champs? We'll be back with more sports talk right after this break, and we'll have one with us. Tulane's men's basketball coach Ron Hunter will join us right after this break on the Big 870 WWL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocado like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink 
what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, and on our Oakland Hardjula's Talk and Text Line, the head basketball coach of the uh, Tulane Green Wave, Ron Hunter. Ron, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon, Coach. Hey, guys. How you doing? We're doing great. Coach, uh, man, tough loss against FAU, but you were able to come back, your team, and bounce back against Tulsa. Uh, just those final minutes against FAU, and and sometimes uh, you, you got to figure out a way to win those type of games. But also, then the next game, you can't let them beat you twice. Yeah, that's a big thing. I thought that uh, you know it was such an emotional game, and especially when you lose a game like that, uh, you know, on, on a call like that. And so I think that uh, I was really concerned going into the game because I thought the first half of Tulsa, we we had a lingering effect of still that game, but. Second half, the guys bounced back, and uh, uh, and I'm glad we kind of had that type of game where we had to go win in overtime, last, you know, last minute of the game, having to make free throws, those type of things, because then it kind of puts away that whole deal that happened uh, with Florida Atlantic, and now we can move on. Coach Hunter, uh, how do you, uh, I don't know, uh, I guess it's much more than coaching uh, from a PR perspective, about uh, to entice the fans or the student body, whatever, uh, to support the Green Wave, is it just where you got to win a bunch of games in a row uh, to have in Fogelman Arena to have, I guess, that home court advantage where the student body or the fans are really into it? Because uh, sometimes it has to be frustrating. I know when you have to all of a sudden as a coach, instead of coaching like the X's and O's or whatever or scheme, uh, that you got to encourage the fans, come on, we got a good product out here. We need you to show up. Yeah, you know, it's, it's all part of it. You know, it's, it's, it's different from when I played in college. And, you know, you didn't have these cell phones and, 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 and TV and games at your, at your fingertips all the time. You know, especially when you're in a major city. You know, there's so much things to do. So you've got to, you know, not only do you have to win these days, but you've got to be exciting in your wins and, and, and you've got to entertain. And so that's all part of it now. And, you know, I've been doing this for over 35 years now. And it's just, uh, you know, I think that, yeah, especially in college basketball, you know, college basketball, tennis is down and, 
you know, one of the reasons there's just so much going on. Football season lasts a lot longer uh, these days. And so uh, there's some things that we have to do, not only at Tulane, but college basketball to kind of lift that back up. And it just can't be about, you know, those couple weeks we get in March Madness. But, right. uh, but again, you know, one of the things that, you know, we, our crowds, especially since I've been here, you know, generally right after football, the students are now back. Uh, we, we have great crowds in our conference play. I know our game at Memphis is already sold out on Sunday. Uh, so again, you know, we, we, you know, we, you know, we get those type of games that we know that, you know, we're going to I wish it was a situation where, you know, it didn't matter who you play. Uh, but you know, this is the times we live in now. And if you don't market and you don't sell your program and those type of things, it becomes really, really hard. And even when you do that, sometimes it's still not enough just because of so many things that now, uh, you know, students can do and, and, and people in the city can do these days instead of just going to show up at a game. Now, uh, Coach Hunter, uh, you bring up Memphis and uh, talk about the challenges there. Uh, you look at Florida Atlantic, uh, considering how they ended the season last year, how they were hot, and then they've been kind of inconsistent at times, but, uh, you know, went down to the wire with them. Uh, what are the different challenges uh, with Memphis uh, compared to FAU and uh, what might come about? Because uh, I think uh, Memphis, uh, where they're at right now with uh, Coach Hardaway that, uh, with Penny, uh, that they've done a pretty damn good job at Memphis. Yeah, they've got some really good players, and they, you know we've had we've actually beaten them the last three out of four times. Right, they beat us uh, in the conference tournament, so we're doing. You know, it's uh, but our league is really good. We, you know, I think we're one of the most underrated leagues in the country. Uh, you know, we, North Texas, who won the NIT last year, uh, they're in our conference, and we, we're on our way to play UAB, who was in the championship game of the NIT championship game last year, and then of course with Florida Atlantic, and then what Memphis did in the NCAA tournament. So. We've got a really, really tough league. Every night, you know, you've got to go out and battle. And, you know, I, I would say right now that Memphis is probably the flagship because of the success they've had over the last 15, 20 years. Uh, but what I'm proud of is that when I first took this job, we couldn't compete with those teams. And now we're an opportunity where we're right up there and, uh, you know, we can fight with championships with these type of teams now. But, you know, it's a constant battle, and you just got to keep getting better. And, and don't look at it from a, a global point of view, but just worry about that next game. You know, just like in football or wherever you play. Just worry about the next game and control what you can control. Coach Hunter, uh, you you live in the present, but you're always thinking about the future. And your thoughts on the the bringing in the high school athlete and also the transfer portal guy that that's always sort of in the back of your mind about okay, uh, I worry about what I'm I got to do this year, but I, I'm also looking about the future down the road. Your thoughts on how now the new world of, of college athletics has changed everything with the NIL, transfer portal, being able to move around so much. And it's a commuter world, not only of uh, coaches, but now of players. And how balanced that with also the high school athlete? Yeah, you know, out of all this, and that's a great question. I, you know, I feel bad for the high school athletes because I'll be honest with you, generally now you, know, you get toward the end of the season, you start looking at the high school players that, you know, the man slipped through the cracks, but Right now, our focus has to be: I got to re-recruit the guys on my team, right. so they don't go in the portal. So you, you know, that's your first step, and then you go into the portal and try to find, you know, kids. You know, that they, they, that group of coaches will get fired, and kids want to leave or whatever. And, and then all of a sudden, that you know, you, the scholarships will kind of run out, and then you got, you know, the high school kids. And I just think, I think that what we've done with all this is that I really believe that that GM or you know that guy like a Dennis Rodman that people didn't know or Scotty Pippen. Those guys that turn out to be great pros are getting so looked over now because, again, of the portal and, and trying to recruit your own guys. And, you know, I, I feel sometimes more like a general manager who gets paid, who doesn't get paid, who, you know, who, you know, I got guys making one, they'll, they'll get one point for the season and they want a lot of money. 
It's definitely changed the landscape, and uh, it's, it's definitely not the business that, that I was in when I first got started, but it is where we're at. And so um, it's just part of it now. But I really do feel bad. I feel bad for that high school kid that, you know, because, again, you could, you know, all of a sudden you didn't have a great summer with the AAU, and all of a sudden you, you had a great senior year. I, I, I don't even go to high school's games now at, during the season. Because I'm so worried about the portal and I'm worried about the kids that I got here, I have to spend all my time with my players on campus and here than I would go out recruiting. And that's what's happening to a lot of head coaches these days. Yeah, Coach, uh, what you brought up, I've talked to not only basketball coaches but football coaches the exact same way. They may go see one prospect or two prospects in a year's time. The rest of the time, it's, a, it's about – keeping the guys in place, and who else you can bring in who's got some experience somewhere else. And so that becomes a real challenge, and I, I agree with you a thousand percent. What it hurts the most, the high school athlete, of finding a place to maybe upgrade your game somewhere, to find the right spot for yourself when maybe you didn't maybe have a great junior year, but you really came through as a senior. Man, it, it's, it's quite of a quandary here that you're in as a coach. No, there's no question. And, you know, they, even if I get – one of the reasons I don't is that if I go see a kid and I really, really like him, I can't even offer him because i got to wait and see who comes out of the portal. You know, you're trying to say, hey, you know, maybe, maybe I can get something better. You know, maybe the kid at uh, uh, Georgia or a kid at Florida is going to leave, and if I take this high school kid right now, I won't have a scholarship for that kid that may be at a five-star – that was unhappy and wants to play someplace else. So, again, it just becomes really difficult to, to go out right now. And, and I tell high school players, if you have an offer and you like that school, you better take it. There's no more dancing around because it may not be there. All of a sudden, you know, I've had kids come in, I really like the offer, and they say, give me three days. A kid goes to the portal, and I got, well, guess what? I can't, I, I got to give him a scholarship now. And so I tell young people, if you got, if you got an offer, you better take it because it's really, really hard. For, you know, basketball and football uh, these days in regards to high school kids getting scholarships. Now, uh, Coach Hunter, um, you look at uh, – you have the haves and the have-nots, but uh, when you look at college basketball right now and the rankings, it constantly change. Uh, but you look at Purdue, then the conversation, uh, Kansas. How when you objectively look at uh, who's hot and who's not right now uh, in college basketball, who you think's playing amongst the best? You know, there's so many teams. There's so much parity. And part of it is for what this discussion we just had about, you know, transfers and those type of things. You don't know how good teams are uh, because, again, you know, now all of a sudden the kids that have to sit out, everybody's eligible now. You know, yeah. we, we got those transfers right. two weeks ago. They let it let those guys start playing. So, you rosters change. And so, again, I mean, you, we, you, I, it used to be, hey, you know, you had these blue bloods. You know these, these teams would probably be in the Final Four. We have no idea. It, it just comes down to – you know who's playing well at a particular time, and and uh, um, we got we got to do something though. I, I think that we're in a bad spot with the NCAA right now. We've got to figure out how we want to handle this because we're not going to put the genie back in the bottle. That's not going to happen. But we've got to have some type of uh, some more rules and regulations in what we're doing because right now recruiting and all the things that we're doing in college athletics, it's just about money and it's out of control. Coach, uh, there's always one player like that that maybe you thought really. I like him, but now you get him on the court, man, I really love him. Is there one guy on that team that you have that you can say, boy, did he elevate his game and is playing better than I really thought he could play? 
Well, you know, our best player, Kevin Cross, right now, who's getting a lot of NBA looks. Yeah. You know, we recruit, we recruited him a few years. It, it cost me $98 to recruit him. I got him out of, you know, out of the portal. With... <laughs> 98 <laughs> bucks, that ain't bad. <laughs> you know, and he may turn out to be a pro, so you never know how this thing's going to work, man. I just had to do a Zoom call with him and pay my bill on a Zoom call. So, <laughs> you just never know how things are going to turn out, man. So you just keep working at it and, and, uh, you know, but I think it's important that the kids you do have, you got to get them better. You got to work at it, you know, as, as educators and teachers and coaches. Sometimes we, we spend so much time focused on the, the recruiting aspect of it, but we, you have to make guys in your program better. And that's the thing that, I, that I'm proud of we've been able to do. The guys that are in our program, they continue to get better. And I think if you do that, then, you, then you'll establish a winning program. But don't always think that the grass is going to be greener on the side, always trying to upgrade and bring more players in because again if those players aren't getting better your program's not getting better now uh coach hunter um i want to ask you because you're the basketball expert i'm like i'm 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 a basketball fan but i look at football and always say wherever there's uh, a people or population there's players you know like football look at florida texas california i know they have football players there (laughs) now obviously look at basketball you'd say new york and all but uh you being uh, from Georgia State and uh, Atlanta and Georgia, where when you look at north, south, east, west, that you know uh, that they'll have, you look at the AAU uh, you know, uh, syndrome that comes about, but where are there consistently players? Is there a wheelhouse that maybe uh, you focused on? Because uh, you know they have numbers there, but they're also going to have players and not uh, like the Tennessees of the world, how hot they are in the SEC right now, uh, that, that are Kentucky, whatever it might be. They all can't go to the same school. Is there one place when you look at uh, that, you know, uh, this is a hotbed that we ha- have to address? Well, I think right now the hotbed, especially in the south, is Atlanta. Uh, if you look at the number of pros that, that, that are from the Atlanta area into the NBA and the number of Atlanta area kids that are playing Division I basketball, uh, and, and we, you know, we, 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 our entire team at Georgia State was that way. I'm, I, I would love for the New Orleans area to get back to that. It used to be when I was coaching 15, 20 years ago, man, this, this area was one of those, you know, Georgetown, everybody recruited this area, and we've kind of lost that. And I wish we could kind of get that back, and we've got to improve our grassroots basketball in, in, in Louisiana and also in New Orleans. But, but right now, that area where everyone recruits is Atlanta. Coach, thanks so much for joining us today. Man, we really enjoyed it. Always great conversation. And, uh, uh, man, best of luck to you. Uh, Memphis a tough uh, foe, but uh, you've had some success there. So, man, get a, get a W out of this. I sure will. I love being on, guys. Appreciate thanks so you. much. All right. Thank you, Coach Hunter. That was Tulane men's basketball coach Ron Hunter. Always love to have him on, man. Uh, he speaks his mind, and uh, man, he's he's opinionated, and I love to hear it. Uh, he he gives it to you straight. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big Eight Seventy right after this break. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, Steve Geller joins us now for our triple option where we give our top takes on the top stories in sports. And guys, I'm going to throw it to Bob, but man, everything today has been centered around coaching changes. Yes, sir. Well, well uh, you got to go to Steve first uh, because I had something. That Steve, I, I you first. Oh, uh, See, I, I was ready uh, with uh, talking about Joe Thomas, the Saints running back coach. I thought Bear was definitely going to get into Pete Carmichael talk. So I uh, just wanted to point out, you know, a lot of folks disappointed. Obviously, Joel Thomas had been with this squad for a while. But you look at the numbers this year, uh, no Saints running back had a run of longer than 19 yards the entire season. Now, that doesn't count Taysom Hill in the running back group. Right. Um, and that one 19-yard carry, guys, Tony Jones Jr. So not a good outing from the Saints running backs as a whole. And Alvin Kamara, we know uh, how great he is. But, man, he had his least rushing yard production of his career this this past season. Uh, that That's something that needs to be addressed, obviously, with this team. It'll be interesting to see who they bring it in. And I do know that the offensive line obviously well, didn't, that help, was mine. didn't help with those issues with the running backs. Okay, my, my thing about it is, who have you developed <laughs> as offensive linemen? Okay, you spent a first-round pick on Trevor Penning. Nick Saldaveri comes in. He gets hurt early. We didn't see him hardly at all after that. Right. He, he, we saw him a little bit in training camp, but you know he's, he's a non-factor in this spot uh other than McCoy okay that's the only guy you can really hang your hat on that they sign Ruiz to a long-term yeah, deal but boy they paid big bucks to McCoy and Ruiz they got to work out Mike and, uh, because uh, uh, Ryan Ramchek's damaged goods with his man, knee right with, now with Ryan who knows and man you know he had a really great career here but who knows if the future with him with that knee and it, it it's a serious knee injury so my thing goes back to continuity up front and what will happen with Andrus Pete right and also James Hurst uh, right now, they almost have to bring them back. I mean, I don't know, uh, but Andrews Pete, if the Saints don't pay Andrews Pete, somebody's going to pay him. Uh, I, don't, I don't care if he, he didn't won the Powerball again. Uh, I'm uh, telling you, Bob. Supply and he demand. Well, 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 for sure. well, what he's done, uh, a left tackle, because hmm. uh, of Trevor Penning uh, situation, that's all up in the air. So I don't know. It's still, still very frustrating how we've invested in the offensive line, and it's still uh, not something we can brag about. Uh, we can count on in the future. Other than that power run with Taysom, and a lot of that is Taysom, uh, you can't hang your hat on one play no. in the running game. No. Not at one. No. Uh, we averaged 3.6 yards a carry, which was one before last in the NFL. I mean, I, I mean, I, 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 that, that, that's not an opinion. Again, uh, right, people, it is what it is. Yeah, we averaged 3.6 yards a carry, which was one before last. It doesn't matter if you have Alvin Kamara, whoever's running the ball. I kind of cut it. So, uh, no. Now, if it was 4.6, I'd say, ah, uh, yeah. That, no, I would no. take, what, 4.6? Yeah, I'd take that. <laughs> I'd take 4.2. Uh, you got a little, a little bit over four yards. Uh, but uh, So, that's that's very frustrating. Uh, you, you want to talk about Derek Carr and the passing game and right. all that. Uh, and everyone, you, you know what? I, I'm going to challenge all the young, uh, I don't know, millennials and Gen Z people and all that. You know how they all love <laughs> – the sexy Miami Dolphins. 
Uh, what happened in that damn cold wa- weather? Basketball uh, on grass don't work well when it's cold. <laughs> no, uh, I still think, uh, what did Green Bay do against uh, Dallas? Freaking ran it down their throat. Aaron Jones, baby. Okay, what do you think the 49ers are going to do? No, no, you got to pass and, and keep the, you know, and outflank them, game plan and all. Look at the package receivers wide open. You know why they're wide open a lot of times? It's a scheme and because they can run the football. That's why when I think, okay, why don't we always get in the shotgun every play and have no backs and spread everybody out? No, that's fine and Danny to do it now and then. If you do that every play, I'm telling you, NFL is too good defensively. What they don't like is when all of a sudden you're under the center and uh, and you can run the ball and then do play action. That's what defenses hate. Uh, linebackers, whatever. What the because Texans, are you coming downhill? The Texans did. Misdirection. Yes. Play action. Yeah. They, they had the Browns defense totally confused on virtually oh. every play. And look at the Browns. They're overly aggressive. And then you go, uh, you counteract that. Because uh, oh, the Browns were flying to the ball. Oh, but in misdirection. Let me go. Instead of here, we're going to go here. It's not always about spreading everybody out. Let's get in the shotgun. No, I'm telling you, old school football still works if you want to be a champion. Oh, I'm not talking actually, about actually Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about if you want to be. Uh, look what the Michigan Wolverines did in college football. Look at there what they actually did, uh, game in and game out. Their mindset, the, their quarterback, they weren't worried about it. It would be almost one game. He threw six passes, and in, uh, in other games, it'd be like. Oh, if he threw for 200 yards, that'd be a great game. Uh, just look at the national championship. Mike, I don't know what he had, like 100 yards passing, maybe a little bit more. No, it's about winning the game and can you dominate and, 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 and put your will uh, uh, on your opponent and humble them. And I think it's much harder in college football because everybody looks the same. It's three, four wide receivers yes. spread. Man, what Michigan does – that's almost old school. Uh, that's old school, but it's also out of the ordinary. Right, right. You yeah. don't face teams uh, like uh, that uh, every week. Uh, uh, maybe they, once a once in a uh, year because they don't practice that. They don't practice against that. That's why Army, Navy, Air Force has been some tough outs throughout the years. You don't see that wishbone, yeah, but man. then they changed the blocking rules. Uh, on them. How about you, you could chop block and yeah, cut you can't block go low. and all that. You yeah, can't yeah. go low anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. and sustain. I don't know. You can't block. go low. You can't go high. You can't hit. Uh, you can't. Uh, I don't know. Uh, and then and then you know what? You can't go low. You can't go high. Then nobody tackles. Uh, I mean, because oh, player safety, player safety, whatever. But okay, I, I'm gonna go in this um, regard because this reminds me, uh, kind of when I was a little boy, and I can remember. Uh, you know, when you're being introduced to football, like Green Bay Packers, Bart Starr and all that, like Sonny Jurgensen, and this name caught my attention. Former NFL quarterback Norm Snead, uh, mm-hmm. he just passed away. He was 84 years of age. Now, uh, 16 seasons, he played in the 60s and the 70s. He was a four-time Pro Bowl selection. Uh, he just passed away on Sunday, so first time I get to really talk about him. He was the second overall pick in the 61 NFL draft with the Washington Redskins. Now, he played there in three seasons with two Pro Bowl, uh, Pro Bowl appearances. Then he was traded to the Eagles. The reason why I remember that, because uh, he was traded for Sonny Jurgensen and uh, this other, uh, 
I don't know. Mike, who in the hell is Claude Crab? <laughs> it was Sonny Jer- I know who Sonny Jurgensen is, but it was a two for one. Uh, all of a sudden, Norm Sneed. And it, Crab it, for Jurgensen? Yeah, the, the Jurgen, yeah, yeah. So, so now. I know uh, who got the better of that deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonny Jurgensen and Claude Grab and, and, and Norm Sneed. Now, Sneed spent seven seasons with the Eagles, your team, Steve. Now, you grew up with in Jersey. Uh, during that era, they never reached the playoffs. You know, that's when the Eagles were not nothing to write home about in the— They were nothing the, to write home about last night either. In, in the late 60s, <laughs> the early last 70s. last six weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. It ain't been good. That was our triple option features, and we'll be back to finish it up here on Sports Talk and our number two right after this break. We're finishing up here on our number two of Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with Steve Geller, Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert, uh guys, a uh, number of different people now reporting now. Looks as though LSU is going to bring back Corey Raymond as the defensive backs coach for the Tigers. Uh, Corey... Uh, Man, I know one thing. Florida fans, man, I did some shows there. They were, y'all can have them. I mean, you know, after watching what we've watched the last two years, man, I don't know what happened it with Corey, but it was a major disappointment at Florida. They got torched in the secondary. And so, um, again, uh, you know, Corey's a great recruiter, great guy, great recruiter. But, my goodness, uh, uh, in this spot here, uh, you – you sort of wonder because of what happened at Florida and sort of late in the process with uh, Coach Ogeron uh, with the secondary was not the strength of LSU. But it looks as though Corey Raymond will have another run here at LSU as the uh, cornerback DB coach. They had a lot of names thrown into the mix. And Corey had been out there a long time. I wondered about that. He had he had been well, out on the. Well, the thing is, I think he's an outstanding recruiter. No question about I that. I don't know about the X's and O's. No, uh, the proofs could be in the pudding with how the LSU secondary responds next season. And it all goes back to uh, all I know is when Jane Daniels going against this Florida it secondary. It was two-hand touch. Uh, the, the, it's about taking the wrong angle. Jane Daniels was blowing past him. So it's all about you know, even though you got to cover, you still got to tackle as a secondary guy. So, again, a number of different people are reporting. Corey Raymond brought back to LSU as the new DB's coach. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this news break. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.